Yes, babies? Our assignment was on Friday. I don't think I can make it. Can you imagine missing your child's first school play or always being unable to attend family events because you're tired? Showering and brushing my teeth was like an accomplishment when it was at its worst. I thought I was just really tired all the time. Chronic fatigue syndrome, myalgic encephalomyelitis, is a serious illness that affects many body systems. Often people with CFSME are unable to perform their daily activities due to the extreme fatigue they experience. The fatigue may worsen with physical and mental activities, but doesn't improve with overnight rest. Big thing that folks also did early on in trying to be supportive is, you know, say, well, you know, exercise more, give lots of sort of advice that isn't necessarily helpful with chronic fatigue. You know, just just push through, you know, just keep going. And that doesn't work with chronic fatigue syndrome. So I think it actually doesn't help with a lot of illnesses, but that bothers me less and less than it used to. But that's part of our culture. It is believed that the condition is triggered after an individual experiences a viral infection or as a result of a hormonal imbalance or immune disorder. But the exact cause of the condition is unknown. And at the beginning, I thought, with all my visits to the doctors, we'll figure out what this is. There'll be hopefully a quick sort of cure or fix. I was pretty hopeful. There is no single test to confirm a diagnosis of CFS-ME. But as the years went on and things weren't getting better, frustration with doctors, not finding answers, it became more and more frustrating, feeling sort of hopeless. People who have CFS appear to be hypersensitive to even normal amounts of exercise and activity. Although there are several symptoms associated with CFS, such as fatigue, loss of memory or concentration, enlarged lymph nodes in your neck or armpits, sore throats or unexplained muscle or joint pain, unrefreshed sleep, and exhaustion lasting more than 24 hours. The most common thread that all persons diagnosed with this illness experience is the loss of their ability to perform daily activities. Accepting what I can do and what I can't do made a huge difference in terms of living the life that I could and enjoying it and figuring out how to be happy with that, to have fun in life instead of constantly fighting about what I think I should be doing rather than actually enjoying it. So sort of a big symbol of that was I love camping and used to love backpacking and my wife and I would do that all the time. Going camping was just miserable. And by the time we set up camp, I just couldn't do anything for the rest of our time. We ended up saying, okay, what is it that I love about camping? It's being outside. It's slowing things down.
Within the U.S. and the U.K., patients have experienced medical personnel ignoring and minimizing the patient's symptoms as well as reclassification. Some have been classified as a psychological disorder. Britain's approach has been an emphasis on early diagnosis, but many patients continue to report the same numerous and complex barriers to diagnosis. One thing that was particularly helpful, um, you know, I saw a slew of doctors. A lot of them didn't really know what it was or weren't necessarily affirming, but there are three doctors in particular that made a huge difference. One was an endocrinologist who, after I said something along the lines of, maybe this is just what life is supposed to be like, said, no, you are in your 30s. You should not be feeling like this. This is not normal. Stress is also listed as a possible contributor. Patients who experience CFS-ME have several complications such as depression, social isolation, lifestyle restrictions, increased work absences, and a higher than normal suicide rate. of CFS-ME can occur at any age, with the median being 20 to 40 years old. 17 million people around the world are believed to be affected by CFS-ME. Britain and Sweden combined estimate 125,000 people are affected by CFS-ME. 825,000 people in the U.S. are diagnosed, but there are estimates of 2.5 million people living in the U.S who have not been diagnosed. One possible reason for the lack of progress in the diagnosis and management of CFS-ME is that the primary doctor feels it's not productive to diagnose. There's no money to be made. It can't be a real disease. So having a doctor affirm that was huge. The second doctor that was really helpful was a neurologist. I had multiple sleep studies, and we found that you know my sleep wasn't very deep. I was waking up a lot for no apparent reason. And this neurologist said, we know something's wrong, but we don't know why. We know a lot about the brain, and we also still don't know a lot about the brain. being affirmed, and a doctor actually saying, we don't know. I mean, that meant so much to me because it felt like a lot of doctors didn't know, but they put it on me. They didn't actually know. And then the third was the integrative health doctors. They took it seriously and did a whole bunch more in-depth tests and found a lot of things that were off. And so I've been working with them for the last four years. You know, they've been willing to try new things and experiment. I mean, that has just been extremely helpful.
one way that I think is useful in terms of getting more information out about chronic fatigue syndrome is, you know, simply talking about it. Talk with my friends about it is, is really useful in terms of having more people know, oh, this is actually a real thing. I think there is more public information about it even now than there was seven years ago, particularly with that Netflix movie Unrest that came out. That, I think, was pretty good. A disease must fit into the biomedical model of health. What is the biomedical approach? The biomedical model is how all diseases are categorized in the Western world. Our body is like a machine, and we need to fix the machine. To fix the machine, we need to compartmentalize the symptoms. In Sweden, for example, the consensus is they don't treat it as a disease, but as a disorder that is psychiatric rather than physical. There's currently no biomedical funding, no clinical trials into medical treatments, and a lack of medical education about CFS-ME. This leads to a lot of misunderstanding among medical professionals. Going forward, we need to educate others about CFS-ME. First, a universal classification of the disease. Second, we need medical personnel to be educated about the disease, acceptance, and treatment. And finally, we need government-regulated support. This podcast was produced by Catherine Boyd and Hayden Young for the Spring 2019 Global Health Class at Guilford College. Special thanks to Alex Bobich, Evelyn Jaden, Tiffany Holland, Maria Rosales, Guni, and Lala for making this podcast possible.